Hello there. I'm History of the Flash, but you could call me JD. And ahoy. I'm the comic book hunter, but you could call me Hunter. And this is a hero story, episode 35. Welcome. Uh, the hero story is now on Spotify. So if you were listening welcome. on Spotify for the first time, welcome. Yeah, please <laughs> I follow hope you us. Subscribe and enjoy. Yeah, follow and subscribe, whatever it is on Spotify. And Let's I hope follow, you enjoy. I think. <laughs> uh, I'll follow. Okay, I don't use Spotify. I'm an Apple Music kind of guy, admittedly. But yeah, uh, welcome to a hero story. Uh, this, is the, uh, this is the podcast all about comics and comic book things, comic book movies, animation, video games, you name it. We probably talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a huge comic week. We had comics including Heroes in Crisis number five, uh, Flash Annual number two, Justice League Annual number one, The Flash 63, and many others that we might not be able to get to. It was also a huge news week in live action news. So Specifically yeah, DC. Gotta, Specifically DC live action. Uh, some sad news, some okay news, uh, but we'll cover it all, of course, for you, the listener. And uh, yeah, with that, let's get right to it. Hunter, start with the news. Okay, so we started this week with pretty much no news until about Monday hit. We got a ton of news starting then. We'll start off with the movie news, and then we got a bit of gaming news after that. So with the movie news, Birds of Prey dropped a dropped a teaser trailer. Well, first we got a. Uh, a set picture, or not a set picture, Margaret Robbie posted a picture on Instagram of her dress as Harley Quinn with a caption, Miss Me. And people, and then like three hours later, we got a full, uh, I guess it was like more of a, a test video, kind of like when we got the Joker video of just like zooming in on his face with the makeup. It was basically just a sh- I mean, quick I mean, shots one, of the actors. This one was actually called like a teaser though. Oh, was like, it? Oh. Yeah, it was actually called, like, on YouTube and stuff, it was actually called a teaser. So it is a teaser trailer, I guess. Well, it's just shots of the actors. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. It, it actually looks like a Hot Topic commercial. Like, if I played that for, like, my mom, she'd probably be like, is that a commercial for Hot Topic? And I'd be like, yeah, mom, basically is. <laughs> <laughs> we should have that put Hot Topic logo at the end. <laughs> yeah, that would probably be a pretty funny meme. But, yeah, uh, this is, like, a Hot Topic CEO's squad was and it kind of looks like that it has that kind of vibe to it which uh, i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing uh it, it looks very harley quinn centric which i was expecting because well if it weren't for margot robbie harley quinn this movie would not have happened uh as much as i hate to say it harley quinn is very profitable and putting her name on a movie is gonna make more money than just putting birds of prey so yeah yeah like some people don't know who the birds of prey are like you put a movie with Harley Quinn on it, people wouldn't know, but if it's just, like, Birds of Prey, people might not even think that's a superhero movie. So, yeah, it makes it, sense. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. We'll, we'll talk about the characters real quick. Harley Quinn, she's wearing a suit that is not from the comics, it seems. Uh, I feel like the movie DCU Harley, is, they're just kind of make her, kind of making her her own thing, wearing her own stuff, and that's okay. So, what do you think of her look? Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't really care for it. I mean, I'm always a fan of the original, like, Jester Harlequin outfit, but, like, I realize that likely won't be in live action besides the one little, like, scene we got in Suicide Squad. I hope so, it yeah, returns. Um, yeah, I mean, it would be nice if it returned, but, yeah, it looks like she has, like, some kind of, like, blue. It almost looks like an 80s outfit. <laughs> yeah, it does look but, very yeah, 80s like that. With, like, the confetti and whatnot. I don't even know what her jacket's made of. <laughs> Uh, next up, yeah. we see a really quick shot of Black Canary. It's, we don't see what she's wearing. It's kind of like a zoom in on her face. It looks like she has a mic. Uh, she, has a, well, she has a blonde wig, though, which is nice because a lot of people were worried because the actress is not blonde. And people were worried mm-hmm. for some reason that they wouldn't use a blonde wig. But obviously, they're going to use a blonde wig. I mean, come on now. I mean, it's possible that she wouldn't. But it looks like they're kind of like bits of dreadlocks in the, in the hair. Maybe it's just me noticing that. But... I don't have the picture I in front of me. I didn't notice that. <laughs> okay, I noticed it. 
And yeah, you know, Black Canary, we not much to say on her yet. Let's just hope she has the Sonic Scream and it's not like a machine like they use an arrow. At I, arrow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hope it's like she's actually like a meta. So here's yeah. hoping. Cassandra Kane. Uh <laughs> Wearing she a looks very young. <laughs> well, she is a young character, but like wearing a hoodie with the hood up and the hat and broken arm, I think. Yeah, it doesn't uh, look like she's. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I don't really know what they're going with her, but hopefully, it's a good direction. I feel like they're going for like rebellious teen, which isn't who Cassandra Kane. Like Cassandra Kane was born to be a weapon. Like she didn't learn to talk until she was like thirteen years old or something. Yeah, and, and today yeah. she still struggles with speaking. So she was born by, uh, she's the daughter of Lady Shiva, and Kane, I forget her, fa- her her father's name, but her father was an assassin. Uh, Lady Shiva just trained her to fight, to kill, and all that, and then eventually Batman was just like, hey man, killing's not that great no more, you should join me. And then she became orphan, or a Batgirl, it depends on the continuity, but yeah, let's, uh, in this movie she just kind of looks like a rebellious teen, not really the yeah the human weapon. So it's like a three second clip, so who knows? But yeah, she so far looks kind of like not Cassandra Kane, but it, it's it's a very short clip, so we'll yep. see. Uh, <laughs> next up, we get uh, Huntress. She's got the crop top. She's got the crossbow. So I'm good. <laughs> like, that, yeah, that works for me. <laughs> yeah, done. <laughs> You're somebody. She gets the suit. Something about this trailer is none of them are really wearing their super suits. They're all kind of in casual clothing. So hopefully they get it. Where the is end. my super suit? Yeah, exactly. Said, I'm, I'm you hoping. Said, you said super suit. I had to. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. I hope uh, Cassandra will get her orphan suit with like the the full on mask, and I hope uh, Huntress gets badass. like her little purple bat ear things eventually. So here's open. Yeah, that'd be uh, badass. We get the uh, the cop that name escapes me. Romina. R- Renee Montoya. That yeah, <laughs> that was close. <laughs> uh, yeah, not much to say. She is a, she's a cop. Cool. Yep. <laughs> uh, we get hello there. We get Black Mask played by Ewan McGregor. It's just a yeah, shade. baby Ewan McGregor. <laughs> it's uh, JD's hero. We just get a uh, shot of Ewan McGregor with a bit of stubble. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I was hope- I was hoping we would get a reveal of the mask itself, but I guess not. Maybe in the trailer. He he will definitely wear the mask. Otherwise, they would be calling him like just a mobster. But he's got to wear Obi-Wan the black Kenobi. mask. DC tends to be good with costumes, so here's hoping. Uh, who else was there? Victor Zaz was in that. Yeah, he had hair, which was kind of weird. Yeah, I, I, uh, I don't know if you watch Gotham at all, but I love the actor they have for Victor Zaz on Gotham. He looks fun, so yeah, it's kind of I mean hard to follow that up. But Vic- hopefully, he, by the end of the movie, at least he has like the scars and stuff. Yeah, because right now we don't see any scars, but he is wearing like clothes. Usually, Victor Zaz doesn't wear a shirt, and he's got just cuts all over himself. For those who don't know, this is a Batman villain who every time he kills someone, he makes a scar to like mark on his body. So, and he, and he always says like, "Oh, I'm saving a special spot for you, bats." Which yeah, I wonder where that spot is. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We will never know unless Victor Zaz kills Batman, which would be stupid. But, yeah, he's usually a bald character, and this one he has blonde hair. He has had. Short blonde hair before in like the seventies, I think, maybe the eighties. So like oh, this I didn't isn't, know that. yeah, this isn't like a, this isn't comic accurate because like it is if we're going Silver Age, but he he's usually bald. He's known to be bald, so you're hoping he shaves his head and maybe cuts himself up a bit. Uh, besides <laughs> that, is that all the characters? 
I think I got them all. Yeah, and also there was a set picture that was released, I think, the next day or maybe the same right. day of uh, Harley Quinn walking to an exotic pet shop, which has led everyone to believe she's getting her hyenas, which uh, Big and Batman, the animated series. I forget their names, but uh, yeah, she has two hyenas. and Yeah. Yeah, they're in the animated series, and they also play a role in Injustice 2. So, yep, that's true. I can totally see that happening, and I guarantee you it will happen. So, place your bets. Um, combo concert guarantee we'll see about yep. that <laughs> uh besides that like there's set pictures of uh i know there's set pictures of a while of well, of a while of this week uh someone with like a white blanket over their face and they're kind of covering their face up to hide like their appearance everyone thought that was jared leto's joker it's probably just harley quinn <laughs> like Oh. It's, I mean, that'd be cool if it was Joker, but yeah, I don't think it was like it's hard. You can't see the face. You can kind of see like a bit of the mouth and it's red lipstick and like clean shaven and skinny. And you see the hand and there's like, I, th- I believe like black uh, fingernails and you can see a tattoo on the neck too. And a necklace that says J. But then later on, we saw a set picture of Harley Quinn wearing a necklace that said J. So it's probably just Harley Quinn. And plus, Jared Leto posted on Instagram the other day of him with like a beard and long hair still. So, unlikely, oh, okay. but it's possible. I oh, don't also, think it'll happen. Also, with the Harley Quinn picture, uh, her she has a dog tag, like a literally like a dog necklace oh, right. on, and and it says Bruce on it. So, Bruce. does that mean so people are being like, oh, she knows Bruce Wayne's Batman, or it could be a little reference to one of her co-creators, Bruce Tim? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. Bruce Tim is the co-creator of Harley Quinn, so it could be referencing him. We don't know. Uh, they, I don't think Definitely. they'll even explain this in the movie because it's just like a little Easter egg. Yeah, it's just like a little throwaway. But yeah, what do you think of the uh, teaser? I mean, it's. I'm shocked that we got it this early because this is a movie that like I thought would be coming out. I thought for sure it was coming out, but not this soon. Like it's coming out next See, year. My, my thing is like so birds of prey got announced what like six months ago it's already got a teaser trailer flash got announced what like five years ago has <laughs> nothing doesn't barely got a director i don't know it's just it's weird to me but i mean i don't even want the flash movie to get made but that's a story for another day but yeah uh this is just it, they're moving quick they're definitely moving quick and i believe this movie already has a release date too of hmm hold on i'm trying to find it oh here yeah, it is a lot of people have posted on instagram of the release date yeah so it's february 7 2020 so that's next year. Yeah. That's like a year from now. A year and a week from yeah, now. Yeah, almost one year from now, yeah. So it's already like coming out. It's coming out before Wonder Woman 1984 too. So like Wonder Woman 1984 was filming last year. And here we're already getting this movie that just started filming. And we're getting 2020. Granted, Wonder Woman 1984 will probably have a lot more special effects than this one. This seems like a very street-based movie. While Wonder Woman is a bit more yeah. fantasy. So Yeah, agreed. Makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm going into this movie with very, very low expectations. I'm expecting it to be very Suicide Squad-esque and looking just to kind of cash in on Harley Quinn. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, my one hope for this movie would be that we get a cameo from the new Batman. Which leads us to the new, next bit of news. Ben Affleck is no longer Batman, officially. So he was Batman for since um, 2016. And he decided, I'm going to direct the Batman movie, I'm going to produce it, I'm going to do everything. And then flash forward to today, and he's like, yeah, you know what, nah, <laughs> I'm going to sit this one out. <laughs> Basically, he, he's, there's, he's, yeah. He's somebody who deals with alcoholism, and he's a very busy actor. So he just I got a divorce. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, he's got a tough world. He's not that fit <sighs> no more. 
So yeah, he and, got a little chunky. And he's old. <laughs> Matt Reeves wants uh, the director of the Batman for 2020, 2021. Sorry, he wants a younger Batman, and this Batman Ben Affleck is a great Batman, but he's kind of old. And so, for doing a Batman trilogy like Matt Reeves wants, it's gonna be difficult. Uh, yeah. Basically, it's been rumored for a while, and some people are like, "Oh, it's confirmed. Ben Affleck's out for like years." When it's never been confirmed, yeah. but today it is confirmed. Basically, since BBS came out. <laughs> yeah, basically, because people were like, BBS got low critic scores, so it's like, oh, Ben Affleck's going to quit Batman already, but then Justice League came out, low critic scores and, and fan scores, so he <laughs> got out already, and now Ben officially tweeted out, handing the torch to the next Batman. So, what are your thoughts on this? Siri, this is so sad. Play men are still good by Hans Zimmer. No, but uh, yeah, it, it's pretty sad. I'm I'm mildly upset. I, I like Ben as Batman, but I think this a new actor obviously leaves us a lot of room to do more. Like you said, with a whole trilogy. I mean, I'll always have wanted to see Ben's original vision, one that he would have directed, and you know, Joe Maginello Deathstroke and Ben Affleck directing. I don't know, could have been cool, but I guess it'll never happen now. Deathstroke will oh, still happen. I feel like. I mean, no, 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 but I mean, like, the Ben Affleck, the, like, he had a script with him and Jeff Johns wrote it. So I'm interested to see what that would have been. Yeah, me too. I, oh, man, I forgot about that. <laughs> maybe, maybe one day. Maybe we'll, it'll be released online one day. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. Because Matt Reeves, he wrote he wrote three different scripts, apparently. And the third one he's yeah. doing. But he wrote one, yeah. he's like, eh, you know what? No, I'm going to change it. Wrote again, changed it, but wrote if, again. But if you remember back to, like, 2016, Jeff and Ben sat down together wrote a script um i'm just i'll always be curious what that was yeah because ben was like super proud of it too kept talking yeah. about it and then he posted that video of deathstroke and oh, dang yeah. it man it, it was a simpler time <laughs> my thoughts but, on this is yeah i'm sad like i kind of expected it to happen eventually i didn't think ben would be in matt reeves batman so i was just kind of waiting but still now that's confirmed it's like I feel like it's not real at times. Like I'll go to sleep at night and wake up. It's like, wow, what a beautiful lie. But it, it actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, beautiful lie. That's a BBS <laughs> reference. Yeah, it is a BBS reference. Yeah, oh, zaddy. <laughs> it's sad. It's sad. But I'm I'm hopeful. I'm very curious for Matt Reeves' Batman. Matt Reeves is a fantastic director, both like cinematically, storytelling, character development. He's great. He did the Planet of the Ape trilogy. Yep. Yeah. So I have a lot of hope for this. Like, the opening for the second Planet of the Apes movie that Matt Reeves directed, I believe it was Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, uh, the very opening scene shows Caesar the Ape, and it's, like, zoomed in on his face, and it's raining, and it slowly zooms out very slowly, and his, Caesar's just looking mad, and there's just rain falling on his head. Imagine an opening scene to a Batman movie, where Batman's, like, on a gargoyle, and it's just zooming away from his face, and just rain falling. Like, that would be great. Yeah, and... And Matt Reeves is very close with Andy Serkis, so it'd be cool if he could get a role in the Batman, like a Clayface. I, I know he likes like CGI type roles, so like maybe like a Clayface or something. Cool. Yeah, Clayface would probably be good. I'm trying to think of other villains. I can see him like not CGI role, like just as like Matt Hatter or Riddler. I can see that. Ooh, Matt Hatter would be good. And yeah, something we haven't seen in live action. Yeah, be interesting. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be cool. He kind of. I feel like he would fit that role. Uh, speaking of that, Matt Reeves said next week, or not next week, but very soon, casting for a rogues gallery will begin. So we're not just getting one Batman villain, we're going to get a few. We already, uh, we awesome. might have Black Mask in this movie too, because he's casted. So, as well as uh, Penguin. All I, all I want for the rogues is 
is John Hamm for Two Face. I've wanted him for so long. He looks just like Harvey Dent. Just please give it to me. It'll be awesome. <laughs> That's John funny. Hamm's a hell of an actor. Because I want John Hamm as Batman. Blasphemy! What? He's older than Ben Affleck. Is he? Yeah. Or if he's not, he's like one year younger. He's in his forties. Oh. oh. Blasphemy! I want Ar- I want Army Hammer. He's the same age as Henry Cavill. He's he'd be good for Batman. He was once Batman, but never got to play him. I think he would be a good fit. I want Army Hammer too. I want him as Hal Jordan, but now that we know uh, we don't have a Batman anymore, I want him as Batman. He's also like I, he was a Man from Uncle, which is like a spy movie with uh, Henry Cavill, and they're great yeah. together. So, yeah, that's true. Army Hammer is a great I, actor. I low key feel like they're gonna go after Oscar Isaac, the guy from Star Wars and stuff like that. Uh, I feel like they're gonna go after him for the Batman role, but I, I could... wouldn't want to see him as Bruce. No, me. I, I'd want him. He, like, he's I'll a great actor. I yeah, like I him as a rogue, maybe. <laughs> I can't think of who, but as a rogue. But John Hanna's Two-Face is amazing. I love a Two-Face to be the villain of the Batman. Maybe one of the Batmans, because there's apparently going to be three. But the one villain that I really want is Mr. Freeze. Like a serious Mr. Freeze. A, not... good, a good Mr. Freeze. Yeah, a good Mr. Freeze. Ice Age. <laughs> what about you? What's a Batman villain you want for the first solo movie? Um, I always want to see a good Riddler. I can picture like, I mean, to go high budget, like a Leo DiCaprio Riddler. Because I feel like like if you've seen like Cash Me If You Can and stuff like that, he could totally pull off a Riddler. Like that I've seen Cash Me If You Can. Yeah. It's a great movie. So it I is. feel like he could pull off Riddler, but if you want to go lower budget Riddler, I think Neil Patrick Harris would make a good Riddler. He kind of has the uh, I can see that yeah. personality, and he played Barney in How I Met Your Mother, who occasionally does like rhymes and riddles, and I think they're granted. Funny, so the, yeah, it'd be cool. This is a Warner Brothers Batman movie. Like it's gonna be high budget. <laughs> we don't have to worry about low budget. Yeah, that, like. that that is true, but but I don't know about Leo DiCaprio as like a villain, but it would be cool. I think he would make a great Riddler. Yeah, me too. I love Riddler. I love a story kind of like Batman Earth 1 Volume 2 Riddler. Or maybe Zero Year Riddler. Ooh. That kind of Both one. those would be interesting. Yeah, where they're just kind of like, they don't care about anyone. They just want to do their kind of like killings in a unique style. So Yeah. Another villain I would want to see is Clayface, which I mentioned earlier. I think Andy Serkis will be able to pull that off. And I want like uh, how Batman the Animated Series did Clayface, like a really, really emotional story that like makes you really feel for him. I think that could really win over movie audiences. Yeah. And everybody seems to love the emotional villain, like Thanos and Killmonger and all that. Yeah, yeah. I can see that happening. Like That's what, one of the reasons why I want Mr. Freeze, because like, the whole thing with his oh, wife, yeah. Nora, is perfect for an emotional story plus matt reeves said he wants this movie to be very detective based so mr freeze isn't like a i'm gonna conquer the world kind of thing it's i'm gonna cure my wife my wife's disease like that's his goal it's not to like kill people it's just he wants to get money so he can afford equipment to save his wife so by doing that he like robs banks and freezes people and stuff so i mean it's quite possibly one of the greatest batman the animated series episodes ever yeah, uh, I, I can't remember the name of it. Heart, heart of ice, or... heart of ice, or something like that. We're probably way off. <laughs> but yeah, yeah it, it's something with ice, though. It's my favorite Batman the animated series episode. So whoa, really? Yeah, it's my number one. Well, I really like Mister Freeze. Like his whole story, and even Let's like see. the DLC for Batman Arkham Knight. I was like, oh, I want more. Oh, I love that. I love the DLC. It's so amazing. If they yeah. ended the Batman like that, I would cry. Oh my god. Same. Awesome. That's why I want Mister Freeze so bad. He's not a just an ice pun guy. Like he's a serious, sad villain with a disease. Like who has yeah. a who has a sick, frozen wife, and he's just trying to help her. 
even in uh, the yeah, batman I'll... telltale series season two mr freeze he's like part of this gang but it's just so he can make money to save his wife like that's Oof, his only I reason still haven't played season two. Oh, spoiler sorry <laughs> <laughs> very minor that's spoiler. no problem very minor but yeah there, there, there's a lot of villains they could use and i'd like to use somebody that obviously hasn't been used recently like you know i feel like you could take a break from joker i mean it'd be cool to involve joker and have I have joker them, for the like, second playing. or third movie don't you and, joker and if this is gonna be a prequel like you know i think they could do jason todd robin i always wanted to see a robin like a real robin not you know chris o'donnell but i want to see like a real robin <laughs> in live action that like actually works with batman because every batman movie is like nah he works alone but like my favorite batman comics are the ones where he's working with the bat fam so it'd be cool to see them batman really works alone robin. <laughs> he doesn't work alone that often so like let's have i, okay. I just think it'd be cool let's have damien be alive, but no one knows about him yet in this movie. Tim is Robin, Jason assumed dead, and Dick is Nightwing. Like I was, I was thinking, the first movie you do your post credit scene of Joker beating Jason with the crowbar. That's your post credit scene, and right as right as it goes, like the explosion happens, then it goes to black. That's when the movie ends, right? That would be my post credit scene. Then in the Ooh. Batman Two, assuming he makes a trilogy, then I'd have. Tim Drake come in and he wants to get Batman and Robin back together and that's how you can introduce Dick Grayson, right? Nightwing. And then you have Tim Drake taking on Robin and then that's in the second movie that's when you could have Damien at least conceived. That would be my post credit scene to the Batman 2. Damien alive in Talia's arms as a baby. And then the Batman 3 I don't know. Maybe Damien shows up. Batman yeah, 3 have uh, Jason trilogy. come back. Under the Red Hood Batman 3. Yeah. Booyah! And then maybe they would do more after that. <laughs> yeah we could have like an under the red hood pop. style like winter soldier style movie that'd be so good that'd be awesome who the I hell is jason that. I, like, oh. <laughs> I want jason Chills. to fight i want jason todd to fight bruce wayne not batman bruce wayne in like a highway just that'd like be, just like winter soldier fighting steve rogers not captain america steve rogers but yeah now, yeah now let me ask let me ask you uh the rest of so affleck's out is if it's a prequel film is jeremy iron still in as alfred you think or you think they'll recast oh, alfred? yeah i didn't think of that uh i feel like jeremy irons or, or jk simmons jk simmons as commissioner gordon jared leto joe like all the bat fam characters they have so far what do you think they'll be in or out in granted we don't know that this is a prequel i thought this was definitely a prequel a lot of people say that but it's nothing's confirmed matt reeves just said he wants a younger batman but we don't know if it's a prequel. I hope it's not a prequel because okay. I want a friendship between Batman and Superman. Even if it, Superman's not in it, I want Batman to mention Clark or something. Like, That'd be cool. We I don't think this could be a sequel. It could just be pulling an Iron Man 2 just having a new cast for War Machine or an Avengers new cast for Hulk and just like ignore it. True. Very true. Like they want to we'll do see. a whole trilogy. Ben Affleck's Batman was in two movies and cameoed in Suicide Squad. This guy could be this new Batman could be in like seven movies. I like, would love, that's all I want. Give me a hammer. <laughs> I want a Batman who's fit, who's young, and who loves being Batman. Like Robert Jr. loves being Iron Man. Ben Affleck probably didn't love being Batman that much. Like I mean, it, it's tough because I, I listen to a lot of Kevin Smith. I watch a lot of his shows, podcasts, and all that. And he said that because him and Ben were like best friends, you know, in their twenties. Mm -hmm. And he said that he introduced Ben to the Dark Knight Returns because that's one of Kevin's favorite com comics. And because of that, that's why Ben took the role of Daredevil, thinking like, all right, it's at least close enough to Batman. But he, the Dark Knight Returns is uh, Ben's favorite story, so I think getting to portray at least the closest thing to that, 
was cool for him, but Justice League probably wasn't as cool for him. It was cool for him, but then a lot of people hated I him. Not like you. <laughs> <laughs> yep, something's definitely bleeding. Ben Affleck said that then oh, dipped. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Batman's like, yep, something's definitely <laughs> bleeding. Oh, Hand in the torch off, like. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. The like Batman. It has so much potential. Like Hunter and I want to see so much, and I think they could really build the whole Batman universe. Oh, I want it so bad. I want it. Like <laughs> be in the DCU. Have like the Aquaman movies, the Marvel movies, the Man of Steel sequel. But have uh, <laughs> the Batman movies be in that universe, but also have its own kind of universe. Like Birds yeah. of Prey is a Batman-centric movie in a way. Like Black Canary is a Batman character, but like Huntress is, Cassandra Cain is, Harley Quinn is. So. Yeah. Like, come on. Black mask. We could talk about Batman all day, but we're going to actually move on to uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Batman Beyond. <laughs> More Batman news. So, um, Into the Spider-Verse came out. That was awesome. People loved it. It was amazing. And DC was just like, oh, we should do that. And JD and I both wanted them to do that with Flash characters. Maybe, like, starring uh, Wally or Bart, in a way. But they're not doing that. They are awesome. doing an Into the Spider-Verse not really style, but inspired anime movie coming to theaters in 2021, supposedly a few months after the Batman movie's out, and that is Batman Beyond, animated movie. 3D style, colorful, animated. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah. Um, awesome. I love Batman Beyond, and I love the animated series. I think they should recruit the guys who did Batman animated series, Deanie and Tim. Get them to do this movie. And, uh, I mean, I would get the original voice actors back, or if they don't want to get the original voice actors back, get Keaton to play old Bruce for yep. the voice and yep. get Andrew Garfield to voice Terry Ooh. McGinnis. Bam. I hit him with it. Oh, I didn't you even like know, it. I, I didn't think like of that. It. I know you like it. I do you love Andrew Garfield. I, I love like Andrew it. Garfield so much. <laughs> he would make a great Batman Beyond. It's just his voice. Uh, yeah. His voice would make a great Batman Gar- Beyond. <laughs> uh garfield and keaton that, w- that would be old bruce and terry i think that would be really cool and i mean they're pretty much beloved by their fans so that would get a lot of people to go see the film exactly and we'll have a bright futuristic gotham city we'll have uh batman Beyond just flying through the city fighting old joker or i don't know who else they make the main villain i'm guessing they do like old man joker maybe have like we'll uh tim being jokerized in it at one point i I never i never liked that (laughs) (laughs) we're uh yeah it's creepy batman beyond was a creepy show at times but i I like this news a lot and i'm excited for it i wanted flash i do prefer flash but batman beyond's awesome like bring it to us i'm ready yeah plus batman is a profitable name so like you know got you know wb's playing it smart put their money where they think they can make money so yeah yeah non-superior fans will see batman and want to go non-superior fans to watch the movie the tv show as a kid will see batman beyond movie and they'll want to go like it's it's gonna print yeah. money <laughs> granted we don't know it's coming Pretty out much. 2021 we don't really know what movies it's gonna have to compete with i'm assuming it's gonna be more of like a christmas movie like well, not a christmas movie but coming out around christmas time uh because the batman's kind of taking over the summer and then uh by the end yeah. in the fall is uh birds of prey kind of like end of summer so yeah yeah um more more batman news uh for gaming uh we're going to the gaming segment now because it's all the live action news we believe but gaming we have well, two news also oh. th- th- there's one more dcu uh james gunn is officially directing oh yeah forgot about that james gunn <laughs> he's director of yeah. guardians of the galaxy and potential creepy person 
uh, is going to be directing, <laughs> uh, officially, Suicide Squad, the sequel slash reboot? The squeakle. The squeakle? Yeah, I, I almost said uh, that because yeah. I always say that as a joke, but yeah. He's... Uh, apparently, it's getting a whole new cast other than Harley, Margot Harley and uh, Will Smith Deadshot, which, I mean, they were the two best parts of it anyway, so it's cool. We'll see what James Gunn can do. Yeah. It's a completely new team, which, thank God, because no offense to the last movie. Okay, offense to the last movie, the team sucked. (laughs) Come on, Suicide Squad could have, like, powerful characters on it. They wanted to make it so street level, but made Enchantress the villain? Like, come on. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, it was bad. They could have made Joker the villain. Anyways, but this movie will feature a new cast. We don't know who yet. We don't know what yet, but it's coming out around the same time as the Batman, a bit after the Batman. Sorry, no, I messed up earlier. Birds of Prey is coming out. 2020 suicide squad is coming out in 2021 with james gunn uh it's coming out a few months after batman for the fall summer blah blah blah. new cast so new new villains i'm hoping for daniel west reverse flash and black manta what about you yeah i was i was gonna say the same exact thing black manta is a definite must granted uh but this movie will come out before aquaman 2 so it might be hard to put maybe maybe warm Oh, uh, it'd be difficult. We'll recruit Warm. Warm. It'd be hard to explain how they got him out of the Atlantean prison under Aquaman's watch, but that spo- is true. Spoiler oh, for well. Aquaman. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> but it's possible. I love that. I just want an Aquaman villain on there. We could get Deathstroke if uh, Matt Reeves doesn't want to use Joe's Deathstroke. Maybe he'll be in this movie. Let's hope. But yeah. yeah. That would be dope. Um, it's not a sequel because it's going to be very different from the previous movie. But it, James Gunn's calling it a reboot, but it's not a reboot. The first one's still canon to the DCEU, so it's like a. It's not a sequel, but it's a completely new tone. And yeah, it's rebirth. <laughs> yeah, it, it's the yeah. It's not New Fifty Two. It's rebirth. So yeah, exactly. Not much else to say on that, I guess. James, I don't really yeah. like James Gunn as a director personally. I think he's a great storyteller, but he kind of goes over the top with jokes. So that's what I'm nervous yeah, about. I, I don't want a black manta that like blows up a guy and it's like, he was looking at me funny. <laughs> I can't think of a joke. Sorry, but I just uh, you were you were struggling. I was I was really struggling. <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, Suicide Squad movie. No, anyways, back to gaming. Uh, we got a bit of Batman news. There's a super big rumor that a new Batman game is coming out that will have a day-night cycle. Batwing will be able to fly, not the character Batwing, not Luke Fox. The Batwing as in the plane. You can fly the plane around Gotham. Gotham's going to be bigger. It's going to have a day-night cycle. And it's going to be called Batman Arkham Crisis. Apparently. It's supposedly going to come out the end of this year. They're looking for an October to November release date. Not announced yet. Not official, just a rumor, but I think it's possible. What do you think? Uh, I mean, I'll play it. I'll play the crap out of it, but I don't want it. I'd rather a Superman game or somebody else. I, I want a DC game, but I don't want Batman. We've had enough Batman. I just give me Superman. I want a Superman oh. game so bad. Yeah, like I play it, I probably love it, but I'd rather Superman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, done. <laughs> That's the news of the All week. Right, cool. Thanks for uh, 31 right, cool. minute, 23 second mark. That was a lot of news, and we are officially done the news. Now on to the comics of the week. Only focusing on oh, about boy. four comics, right. maybe more. But yeah, JD, do your thing. All right. Uh, Heroes in Crisis, number five. 
I have the biggest comic of the week by Tom King and uh, art by Clay Mann. Beautiful art. Uh, Heroes in Crisis is the big series going on. You know, DC uh, superheroes going through rehab and stuff like that. But there was a murder. Oh, no. Who did it? There was a massacre, actually. Um, so, Mr. Gold and Harley Quinn. But honestly, I don't think either of them did it. Uh, this issue starts with Booster. Uh, he does his little interview, his nine-panel interview, and he talks about blood on his glasses. And it was... It was kind of deep. It's like all of Tom King's writing. Kind of deep, kind of stupid, right? Like, <laughs> but I, I kind of liked the point it was going across. But I did too. Time, I understood I like, oh, it. Going on. it. It was going on a little long. It's hard to explain, in my opinion. I think, like, because if you didn't read the gift, which is a story where Booster Gold goes back in time to yeah. save Batman's parents, then the whole world gets messed up because there's no Batman, and Batman ends up killing himself in front of Booster Gold. And when he does that, blood splatters all over Booster Gold's goggles. Eventually, Booster Gold fixes things, go back in time, everything's back to where they came from. But he still lived in that timeline where the world was messed up and he saw Bruce Wayne kill himself. So, there was a smudge of blood on his eye, on his goggles that he washed off, but he still kind of sees the area that's from. I mean, like, the goggles are clean, but he still sees it. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, you, you explained it well. So then we see a splash page, which was actually very beautifully drawn, of Blue Beetle and Booster Gold sitting on the couch, and it's Heroes in Crisis, like, written in the background, like, on the wall and on the ground. It was really dope. I, I love the way uh, Clay Man did that. It's um, very clever. The dialogue here has been questionable. Uh, so, basically, Booster Gold says he has an idea of what to do. He wants to uh, sneak up on Barry Allen and get the clues and then knock him out. And then Blue Beetle's like, uh, dummy, that's the plan you had last time and it didn't work. And he's like, yeah, but this time it'll work. And then they end it with, dude. And then Booster Gold's like, I know. So, it's like, okay, dumb and dumber over here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Which is weird because Tech Court's like uh, a genius. But, you know, I guess we'll uh, not, that. not under Tom King's reign. Um, then we get a nine panel interview with Commander Steel where he talks about dying and coming back to life and that one again deep but kind of stupid at the same time but it was kind of deep I I liked it like life of a superhero you end up dying and coming back and dying and coming back and it's just like at what point are you totally dead inside and even though you're living so I I did like that in a way yeah you even Uh, mentioned uh, Blackest Night one of the best Green Lantern stories ever made (laughs) yep because it's like, then that Black Lantern fellow rose me from the dead, and I did some fisticuffs fighting against a number of my colleagues. Not too proud of that, I can tell you, but I wasn't exactly in control of my faci- facilities. So, sorry, I st- stuttered there. But yeah, you, there's even a panel where he like says like how Superwoman was beating some guy with his leg as a club, and he kind of like smiled. And then there's a panel of him not saying anything, and smile like slowly fades. He's like, uh, God, that's kind of messed up. <laughs> So Clay Man has like very beautiful visual art. Like you could really tell everyone's expression just mm-hmm. from like the art, which I love. Yeah, it's beautiful. So uh, anyway, we get Batman and Batgirl. Uh, Batman is walking up with Skeets, and he checks Skeets for information. Skeets is a uh, wants... Booster Gold's AI little robot drone that follows him around. Big yeah, one. sorry. And, uh, <laughs> Bat- Bat- Batgirl is like. Uh, that she wants to take Skeets for her own because she wants to question him. And then, ba- and then Skeets is like, but I already got questioned by Batman. I'm clean. And she's like, yeah, well, we'll see what I find. Uh, Batman says he doesn't do press because Batman doesn't do press. Because uh, the Trinity is doing like a press conference and Batman's like, yeah, I'll have none of that. Reminded me a lot of uh, JLU, the animated series, how like Batman's like, yeah, I don't do. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. Like that, that, so yeah. That was cool. Yeah, that does remind me of that. Uh, Clark and Lois are in their bedroom and... Uh, Lois is just saying, like, you know, come 
lay with me. It's late. You know, you, you don't have to worry about this. Uh, soon somewhere there'll be a, tra- a train crashing into an asteroid or something. Uh, come with me until you have to go. So it was you know, kind of a cute Clark and Lois moment. Although very confusing because DC has no continuity right now. Like in action, Heroes in Crisis and Doomsday Clock, Clark and Lois have three very different relationships. This so. takes place in a bit in the future, as far as I know. Yeah, that's what they say about every event. I don't know if I actually believe it. Uh, <laughs> this anyway, definitely doesn't uh, take get, place in the fast, though. Yeah, uh, we get a nine-panel uh, interview with Solstice, who I, I don't even think I've ever heard of. But uh, she takes off like her uh, suit that's like not like her actual suit, but like you know her powers, and she's like, three, I did it. I told you. I no, no, I tried, and then she loses control. So <laughs> okay. about self-control, which is interesting. <laughs> Do you say three? Oh, there. I'm dyslexic. I'm <laughs> it's sorry. It's a bear. I'm not, I'm not actually dyslexic, but I don't know. It looked like three to me. I'm, I'm tired, man. It's late. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, uh, Batgirl is on a playground, which is her uh, setup, I guess. And I don't read Batgirl, so maybe it is her setup. I don't and think it is. Like I think she was just using that as like an excuse. Oh, okay. He's, and she, Skeets is like, this is your setup? And then Skeets is like, I love Skeets' personality. He's like, I, I don't see how this has any relevance to it. And then Harley Quinn comes <laughs> out and has like a little uh, speech he says skeeter skeeter parking meter had a secret tried to keep her he told the girl bad he'd never tell so harley sent him straight to hell and then skeet goes oh bleep so yeah uh so they're gonna, gonna be information like, out of skeets yeah they're gonna torture skeets to get that man couldn't get yeah i don't know how you torture an ai but cool uh then booster breaks in on barry in the lab they have like a really like i, I honestly I love Clayman's art. He has Barry like running around the lab doing like nine jobs at once, and it's awesome. Oh man, it's so cool. good. Yeah. Uh, Bo- Booster breaks in and he says, "Hey Barry, how's the whole mystery solving doing? Did I do it?" And then Barry's like, <laughs> "Booster, what's wrong with you?" Tries to punch him and actually does punch him. He goes flying and then he goes, "Don't move!" And then Booster goes, "I won't if you don't." And then Flash stupidly goes, "What?" And then Booster zaps his ass and yeah. He's, he's like, wow, it worked. Ted, it actually worked. Like He's like surprised that his own plan worked. Dummy. So is all the uh, we get, readers. <laughs> surprised that yeah. his own plan worked. Uh, <laughs> we get a nine-panel uh, interview with The Protector, uh, which is, uh, again, an- another hero I've never heard of. But uh, he's basically like a PSA hero for don't do drugs. I imagine him like Captain America in a way. Like, he's like a younger uh, Captain America-inspired hero, maybe. His motto is yeah. don't take drugs. Or else. And then he looks at the camera all mad and then he goes, says, I took a lot of drugs. Yeah. Yeah, ex- exactly. He was like, what, what was the point of like all this, you know, saying don't do drugs when I was doing drugs. So this guy's obviously an addict and that was his problem. So that's why he's in the, you know, Sanctuary. interview place. Uh, Superman and Wonder Woman are at the press stand and uh, Superman does a long statement, which honestly, I did not think was written that well. I mean, there's parts of it I like, all right? So he, he talks about how Sanctuary is a place that they tried to hide out of the public eye, which I thought was really cool because, like, you know, superheroes are, like, almost ashamed of, um, like, you know, their problems. Mental health but problems, like, yeah. They don't want the public, yeah, they don't want the public to know they have mental health problems, but, like, they're still people, you know? I, I think it's cool that, like, you know, they were trying to keep it a secret the whole time. They were ashamed of it, but it's actually just like, you know, it, it, it wasn't a weakness. They, they didn't want it to be seen as a weakness. Yeah, because like people but, will be like, superheroes can do anything. They can save our lives. And it's good that people think that. But if people find out all oh, these superheroes, they also are like struggle with depression or mental health and all that kind of stuff and make, make them make the citizens uneasy. Like this guy who's about to save me might not be able to save himself one day. 
So yeah, and, and and I think the story is finally getting to something that I wanted of like you know saying that you don't have to be afraid that if you're struggling with mental illness, like it, we there's nothing wrong it. with it, and it's okay to get help, which yeah. I, I love. I think that's a great message. Yeah. So yeah, and it was just like a whole mental health thing the other day, right? Yesterday even, right? Yeah, in Canada it was Bell Let's Talk Day, which is basically a. I think it, I didn't know it was only in Canada until the other day too, but basically I saw you, it a lot on Twitter. Yeah, if you tweet, if you Snapchat, if you do post on Instagram with the hashtag Bell Let's Talk, uh, Bell Media will send five cents to like mental health illness to help like research all that and help get people help, and so every single tweet. Snapchat, Instagram is like five cents. So it was convenient that this comic came out the same day as Bella's Talk Day. So interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's awesome that they're finally getting to, you know, that mental health is nothing to be ashamed of. And actually, it would have been really cool if, you know, in a different situation, if Jessica Cruz could have been here because I, I would have been cool to see her nine. Yeah, I, I can't believe she's not in this comic. Health, you know, <laughs> I mean, technically, there is a dead Green Lantern, so it could be her. <laughs> um, <laughs> then we get like during Superman's speech, we get a few throwaway panels, uh, not throwaway panels, but um, apparently Tom King said that Heroes of Crisis number five shows like a big reveal of what his next work will be he said it's going to be something that's very visiony slash mr miracle which is i mean i think believed to be probably some of his best work it is his best work <laughs> at least by hunter it is so, his best uh, work. yeah, yeah so i think that could be cool heroes. i don't know who it's going to be i mean you see yeah a few people swamp thing you see uh zatanna you see adam adam yeah. starfire aquaman yeah <laughs> a few but Mr. 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 Terrific, uh, the guy that was in Bendis' Superman, Adam Strange. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a few like odd, a few oddball characters that maybe Tom King could be writing. Um, in the middle of their little speech, uh, Booster Gold is like, "Do you see it?" And Blue Beetle's like, "No." And I'm they're I'm they're watching Booster, the. So if I don't see it, it looks like they're watching like uh, footage. The, the massacre of probably the massacre. happening. Yeah. No, not not and, that it's and, happening because uh, we don't know when it happened, but like it looks like footage from maybe Superman. What Superman saw when he first went to the sanctuary, maybe Superman had like a contact yeah. lens that filmed. So he saw like Wally's dead body, yeah. Arsenal's dead body, stuff like that. Yeah, so then uh, Blue Beetle obviously notices something that, I mean, I'm sorry, Booster Gold notices something that Blue Beetle doesn't notice, and, he, and Blue Beetle's like doubting him. Uh, Harley and Batgirl are making their way through Washington, D.C., and I guess making their way to, of course, Booster. Uh, Superman ends his speech and. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It, it was kind. Of, what do you think of Superman's speech? Kind of deep, but like at the same time, some of it was kind of losing me. Deep, but some lines, yeah. Some lines, I was like, "What?" So, for example, like one of the lines, some lines. One of the lines he said is the the scars they will collect the the nightmares. The nightmares will forever endure. I feel like that was kind of like, well, yeah, but you didn't have to really say that to the public. Yeah, I don't know. That's just yeah, me. But I thought the the message. I understood the message, and I enjoyed it so yeah uh we we see a rose float up from the water and somebody with a red glove grabs it <gasps> wally west uh could, and then, it could be then, <laughs> then the last panel is booster saying thank you this body this wally he he's five days too old and then harley goes thank you hey boosty i'm here to massacre you <sighs> shut up harley uh <laughs> batgirl says no harley massacre is still killing so yeah but, uh, stupid uh anyway so Wally's body was five days too old. Yeah, what does that mean exactly? It means I don't he's really alive. Know. And whoever's body that was was a f- 
Wait. from the future? Time travel? I, I, I'm confused. No, you, no, Flash War means no more time travel. But that, isn't that just for speedsters, or is that for everyone? That's for everyone, as far as I know. Oh. That's why Booster Gold's trapped in this timeline. Oh. Then I wonder why the body was five days too old. I, I don't really know where this is going, but... Yeah, Hunter Zolomon kind of broke the time stream, so we cannot time travel anymore, and that's why Booster Gold is sticking around in this century. So, what? <laughs> Unless I'm wrong, uh, that's just my theory. Unless Tom King just ignored Flash War, but Tom King and Williamson are doing a Flashless Batman Heroes in Crisis crossover, like in two weeks. Well, no, just, just Williamson is working on. Uh, Tom King's not working on that. Just but Tom Williamson. King like gave him help with the script and stuff yeah, it's not like, like the okay yeah I, yeah i wouldn't be surprised at that but yeah and then the issue ends with a nine panel interview for harley quinn where she says uh mr j told her a joke about you know why did the chicken cross the road uh to go see the to go to the moron's house knock knock who's there the chicken so yeah calling harley a moron then she looks to the side looks to the side looks to the side and then goes then he started hitting me he hit me good to be continued um yeah okay i didn't really care for harley's interview at the end like like i feel like we know joker beat her but like i don't know i, just, I mean it, it, it didn't was hit deep enough it was the deep. way tom king was expecting it to hit home yeah maybe was i mean I, it gave her it was just basically harley saying this is why i'm here we kind of expected that was the reason she's here but not to put it in i guess just to confirm but yeah the five days too old uh people are relying on us to explain this on oh, this God. podcast world, world of mara hello <laughs> so uh go ahead jd explain history oh, of the flash God. um i mean my thought is that it's time travel because if the body's five days too old then that means while he's traveling through time and he placed like a time remnant not to use too many cw terms but a time remnant <laughs> of himself in there to not worry anybody that like you know what i mean yeah yeah that's my thoughts <laughs> but if time travel is not allowed then i don't know at the same time, the Flash issue that came out this week, which we'll talk about in a sec, had uh, Barry looking at Wally's suit and Wally's body was gone. And the first thing Barry did was that look in the Speed true. Force. So assuming that, that Wally went true. to the Speed Force. So maybe that's a continuity error, like a pothole, or it's it's weird. I mean, we're no greatest detectives. I think... but. <laughs> <laughs> we are now Blue Beetle and Booster Gold. If you don't see it, Hunter, I definitely don't see it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's the whole rumor, or I guess theory, that Wally West is the killer. And maybe he is the killer. And he's trying to cover his tracks here by saying he also died. But I feel like that's out of character for Wally. He's going in the Suicide Squad to go redeem himself. But... Suicide Squad isn't a place to redeem yourself. It's a place for murderers to do secret things that the government forces them to do. <laughs> yeah, but Dan, but Dan Didio ordered it, so it happens. Oh, right, of course. Okay, there you go. There's your answer. <laughs> uh, what do you rate the issue? I, the series sucks, but it's also great. So, uh, eight, I guess. Yeah, eight. eight. Interesting. I'm going to go 7.5. I enjoyed some of the themes of this one, and I'm glad they're finally tackling mental health because I really think this is what the book is supposed to be all about. Um, we're five of nine now, and I feel like the direction is starting to go. At the same time, I'm kind pretty of much halfway through. Exactly. Yeah, we're about halfway. So, yeah. I did like how Superman ended his speech, how he sounded kind of nervous for the replies back, which we don't know yet. But he says his last sentence is, Thank you. Thanks for listening. Thank you. 
Like, he says thank you, like, three times in that, which is something that people tend to do when they're nervous. So I like that. Yeah, that's Heroes in Crisis, number five. Yeah. All right, uh, that's Heroes in Crisis, so let's move on to Flash, annual number two. Uh, in Flash, annual number two, uh, we, on the cover we see Godspeed versus Flash, along with guest-starring Impulse. So we start with Impulse with... Um, Quite possibly the cringiest dialogue of the, <laughs> it, of this, the year. This issue takes place after Flash War ended, but but before Young Justice number one. Yeah, so the so, so uh, the last part of Flash War was uh, Impulse coming out of the Speed Force. Yeah, so Bart Allen is looking for his family, and he even makes a reference to Flash, the Fast Man Alive, which is Bart's Flash series, which was very short-lived, but still awesome that he still remembers being the Flash. Uh, he says, oh, wait, what if I just tell him all this? And then he's like, no, 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 I'll just tell him, yo, fam, I'm back. Uh, yeah, Joshua Williamson, you seem like Steve Buscemi, like, how do you do, fellow kids, when you say, <laughs> yo, fam, I'm back? <laughs> um, it, it was No, no, it, it doesn't, uh, no. <laughs> uh, moving on. Uh Bart is looking through a house and he can't find anybody. Uh, we see Bar- Barry holding Wally's suit with no body, as Hunter mentioned before. Yeah, uh, so the, yeah, it's the... a beautiful splash page. It's just the field outside the sanctuary. The Trinity's in the background, and Barry's kind of close up holding Wally's suit in the field, which is strange that yeah. it's in a field. Yeah. Um, Barry starts to get memories of him and Wally uh, when Wally was a kid, when Wally left for sanctuary. He runs up to Superman, drops off suit and then runs away he is like like teeth are grinding you know he's almost like tears in his eyes and he runs boom right into the speed force and he screams wally wally he has to be inside the speed force wally he's not he's not barry barry <laughs> and then he goes wally and then it's godspeed punching him in the face <laughs> you weren't supposed to know i was, was here, here barry. barry so <laughs> um everyone's favorite alive, villain we knew yeah, Godspeed, the most last scene in a really good story called Perfect Storm, which is the Rebirth yep. Flash family and Godspeed fighting Gorilla Grodd, and it's super good. But yeah. he disappeared after that. Now we find out that he was just chilling in the Speed Force, wearing a gauntlet, yeah, punching Barry in the face with the mysterious blue boss, who's not Doctor Manhattan, as confirmed by Joshua Williamson on our podcast. Awesome. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, Barry and August fight a little bit, but they make their way out of the. Sp- speed force uh then we see bart traveling around he goes to max's house from the impulse series he goes to titan's tower looking for connor tim cassie jay jesse excuse my language but but what the sprock <laughs> okay it's uh, a future thing again, i guess Williamson. how do you do fellow kids uh we get we go to iron heights penitentiary where avery ho and wallace west who haven't been in the flash book since perfect storm for avery flash war for wallace uh they're back and they're visiting nina it's pretty cool uh, they're visiting mina but then of course godspeed breaks in yeah mina is a speedster just... who's who was affected by flash war same time as godspeed got his powers mina was good for a bit then she was bad for a bit and now she's in prison for a bit <laughs> yeah that yeah, pretty go. good explanation Thanks. uh godspeed kind of breaks up the family reunion uh and also for the record mina despises godspeed godspeed obviously killed all the speedsters that mina was helping to train so, yeah, she despises him. Uh, Godspeed decides to mess up some prison guards, which is like, okay. When Barry, like, tries to hold him off, he goes, what, what is wrong with you? Wallace, Avery, run. He gets, like, shocked, and you see, like, his bones and stuff. And 
stay. <laughs> um, it's cool because he does runner. like a he basically does the shoulder touch at the end of Spider Verse where Miles touches uh, <laughs> King Finn's shoulder and like shocks him. Hey, yeah, he basically just touched Barry and Lightning came out and he's like, "No, stay!" and Flash went flying. Yeah, uh, he runs up to Mina. Mina's like, "You're lucky I don't have my speed." And then he like touches her head, and you see crack. I honestly, when I first read this, I thought he broke Mina's neck. I was like, "Ooh, rip yeah, me Mina. too." Uh, <laughs> and I was like, "Damn, that's good. Uh, then, I like this. I don't like Mina." <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, "That's dark." And then uh, anyway, Godspeed. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, Wallace and Avery are in their suits now, and they run up and punch uh, Godspeed. But Godspeed tells them to throw them off. Wally West is dead. So Godspeed somehow knows Wally's dead. I wonder how he knows that. Uh, but then Wallace and Avery kind of go into shock. I mean, Wallace especially because that's his cousin, yo. Uh, he does the same crack thing to Wallace and to Avery. So I was like, all right, I guess it's not really, they're not like have a broken neck because that would be way too dark. Uh, but then anyway, Barry Godspeed off and he beats the crap out of Godspeed. Godspeed's bloody on the ground, but like Godspeed uses that to his advantage and Barry cares too much. So of course he gets him by surprise shocks him and does the crack thing to barry and then he runs off but we and then uh as he's running off boom bart allen comes in for the drop kick which i made a comparison post on my instagram it's a lot like when bart drop kicks zoom and blitz awesome who are you dude (laughs) yeah yeah. cringy dialogue but good at references uh so he starts beating up uh godspeed and again the dialogue is terrible he goes you're not wally you're not you're not the flash like yeah no really impulse you find that out on your own like oh god uh <laughs> take down bart but then the blue voice tells him godspeed you are not ready for that speedster enter the speed force now so he, he leaves, but bart does not catch up with barry uh he runs off then we see wallace and and uh, uh mina and avery getting checked out by barry they find out that he did nothing uh godspeed nothing at least to their speed you know everything seems the same based on their scans and results yeah like they're uh, all wallace, the same which is yeah like, hmm. interesting yeah uh wallace is pissed at barry he's like wally's dead and you didn't even tell me let me guess you didn't even tell iris and of course he didn't tell iris uh this is but wallace makes a lot of okay good- this is stupid you don't For- like it i like it okay wow look what happened barry finds out wally's dead goes to look for wally then godspeed comes he had no time to tell anyone yeah but yeah but Wallace doesn't know about that. He just knows that, like, ba- he's basing an assumption right now that he hasn't Barry told should Iris. Have told him, but he, like, I literally found out, like, five minutes ago. <laughs> think, think about Barry's trust issues with people, right? He didn't tell Iris about his identity. She had to find out when Eobard unmasked, um, unmasked her, uh, unmasked Barry in front of Iris, right? That's how she had to find out about that. Then she had to find out while he's back, like, 45 issues in. There's a lot of trust issues there. Barry's not willing to share any information. I'm with, I'm Team Wallace right here. Okay. It's I'm a good team, point. I'm Tim Barry. <laughs> Yuck. Disgusting. Anyway, uh, Wallace also makes another good point where he's like, Wally can't be dead. I mean, he was erased from reality, and I've seen Wally dead, which is a reference to... Titans. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Lazarus contact. Contract. La- Lazarus contract, yeah. So uh, he makes a good point. Like, Wally's going to be back, which is kind of like what uh, Jason said in that Red Hood issue where he was talking about Roy. He's like, Roy will be back. Everyone yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Roy has a yeah. Jason has a lot of hope that Roy will return. This is like Wallace yeah, has Wall- a lot of hope that Wall- Wally will return. Well, seems to have that. Yeah, Interesting. exactly. Yeah, uh, Barry runs in. 
Thank you. Uh, Barry <laughs> runs into Iris's house and uh, he get, he starts to get like visions of Wally, like Wally's whole life. And it's actually kind of emotional. And Barry, like, he's like, I can't let her see me this way. Uh, Iris accidentally gra- uh, drops a plate and Barry doesn't run to stop it. And then uh, he goes, Iris, something happened bad at the same sanctuary wally he and then iris like no 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 and then she starts really like overreacting and i i I think iris could have been written a little better here like dialogue wise i feel like this could have hit more an emotional pact but she's like go back in time go to hell something whatever you heroes do i i know that people like you and wally and your friends die and come back we've all seen it don't even try to deny that and barry's just like crying he's just he's upset and then she says wally could come back too he did it once and he'll do it again and then well, Barry is saying that it's not like it this time. It's different. And then, uh, then Iris actually says, I want you to find who did this and kill them. So it's like, oh, snap. So Iris is very emotional about what happened. But and then Barry's then Barry like, and Iris are both. Barry says, like, what? You, you don't mean that. And she's like, I, I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And then, I mean, she's obviously very upset. And then there's a beautiful splash page of Barry and Iris in the kitchen, like on the floor crying. And I, uh, just I embracing each emotional. other. Yeah. I started getting a little emotional there. Uh, in the first epilogue, we get Bart at the Flash Museum, which this is the perfect dialogue here. Good job, Williamson. <laughs> but better dialogue. He talks about Wally and how, you know, Wally was always there for him and how. Like he didn't even get to see him, and he he says that he felt him leave the Speed Force, and I was like, "Holy crap, that's crazy!" There that's is so awesome. much potential for Bart and Wally to reunite, and oh, why they have to kill him? Anyway, um, <laughs> he says some really great things about Wally, and I like it. Then he talks about Barry, and he's like, "He's nice and all, but we never connected because he was so clo- closed off, cold. Not like you, Wally. I need to talk to you," which is a reference to I guess the 2010 Flash series where Barry was kind of just a dick to Bart, <laughs> like he was never nice to him. Uh, Bart runs off and he's like, you know, I'll, I'll be there. I'll, I'll see you soon, Wally. I know it. For now, I need to find my friends, which I guess leads him into Young Justice. But yeah, he has hope that Wally will be back one day too. Uh, in our second epilogue, Godspeed comes to his boss and he is pissed because he betrayed the Flash and he hated that. So I actually kind of like how Godspeed was written here. Like, he didn't want to do this, but he's only doing it because this blue boss has promised him that he's going to get, you know, justice i guess for his brother i don't know something he promised godspeed something we get uh in the background like some screens of old flash panels uh I reckon Infinite that... Earth, spinal crisis and rebirth 09 okay Bam, history of the flash i was about to be like <laughs> i recognize two of them <laughs> yeah the first one's christ on infinite earth right before barry dies the second one is final crisis right when barry comes back to life and the third one is rebirth 09 when wally helps barry get out of the speed force awesome awesome and awesome. Uh, <laughs> okay. Godspeed, Godspeed takes off the blue gauntlet and he puts it back, back in the tube. And uh, he kneels down before the blue boss. And the blue boss goes, good. The Flash family will pay for what they did to me. What they did to my family. And by the time I'm finished, there will be no more speedsters. And then you see like his legs and his body. He's got he's like blue and black suit. And he's got kind of got like red lightning around him. So, yeah. And damn, boy, he thick. Boy, he is, he is thick. Uh, <laughs> all right, so a little a little breakdown here. The second epilogue. So the gauntlet that Godspeed used, I believe, is uh, John Fox. I don't know if you remember him from Wally series. Uh, he's like the Flash from the future that uh, goes back in time to see Wally and actually kind of tybs Linda for a while. Uh, <laughs> okay. 
Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's his gauntlet. So that's why people are like, oh, is the big boss John Fox? I don't think so. I mean, he does wear a blue suit, but I don't think that's him. Uh, then people are thinking because he says what they did to my family, there'll be no more speedsters. Uh, people are thinking Cobalt Blue, which is Barry's twin brother, Malcolm Thawne. Um, also could be interesting, but I don't see that happening. But it, it could happen um, because, you know, they messed up his family. Obviously, I think he blames Barry for the death of their mother. And yeah, um, and then people are also thinking Savitar because big and Speed Force, and I guess yeah, there's a lot of people. Yeah, or I mean, it's definitely the person who was the crisis level villain from, of course, uh, Flash number fifty. So people are thinking Superboy Prime because uh, he was very afraid of Bart. Right? He said, "You're not ready to take him on yet." And Superboy Prime has a history with Bart of Bart kicking his ass. So. It definitely okay, could be Superboy yeah. Prime. After you saying that, I think it's Superboy Prime. The new suit and maybe. Didn't or... Scott Snyder say in an interview that Superboy Prime will be appearing, but not in the Justice League title? So that's right. Oh Flash yeah. Title? Yep, Flash title. Uh, Scott Snyder and Joshua Williamson's are they're probably the closest writers together. Like yeah, Scott like and Josh even are friends. Joshua worked at DC. Like they were still best friends. So. Yeah, so they, and I know uh, Scott Snyder, he has these meetings every few months where he has a ton of writers from DC over and he's like, this is what's happening Justice League. You guys tell me what's happening in your series. Let's make them all kind of connect together, which is awesome. And yeah, yeah. a few months ago, he posted on his Instagram a meeting that he had and Joshua Williamson was at that meeting. So Flash and Justice League, they've been tying together since Scott Snyder, Scott Snyder started on Justice League with the whole Still Force stuff. So... It's yeah, definitely possible. Now, question for History of the Flash. John Fox's gauntlet. Oh, God. What's it do? Because I don't know. Uh, whatever the writer wants it to do, of course. Um, <laughs> it, so John Fox is from the John Fox from the future. Yeah. So, like, he's got, obviously, futuristic technology. So it, this was the 90s. So Mark Wade was basically just like, yeah, it does futuristic stuff and it's powerful. Uh, <laughs> so that's basically, like, how John Fox, like, you know, got his flash speed and stuff like that. And that's from the gauntlet? our time. Yeah, he, like he's got like a whole like blue suit, but yeah, the gauntlet is like, you know, the power. Okay, because so. I've read John Fox before, but I can barely. I like, I know he's from the twenty seventh century, I think. And yeah, he's from I, like the way 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 future. He has a story, actually, one of Mark Wade's first Flash stories, where like he travels back in time to Jay when Jay was the Flash, when Barry was the Flash, and when Wally was the Flash. That's really the cool one issue. I remember him from. Yeah. yeah. And then he also has like a whole arc when Wally quote unquote dies and then him and Linda like start a relationship, which is weird. I and haven't read that. Linda, which is also weird. But then, yeah, Wally comes back and John Fox is outie. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's his gauntlet. Not sure why this person has it, but yeah, that's I'm cute. curious to see where this goes. It could be prime. It could be cobalt blue. It could be John Fox. It could be t- t- anyone. <laughs> Savitar. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Well, yeah, he said the gauntlet gave me work. Godspeed said the gauntlet you gave me worked like a charm. It allowed me to move in and out of the speed force with ease and get what I what you wanted. Speed force samples off all the all the speedsters I could find. But why is he getting that? We don't know yet. Um, yeah. Quick little back to the first epilogue with Bart talking to uh, Barry and Wally. I just wanted to mention that he says um, he looks at a statue of Wally in his rebirth suit and he says this new costume you're wearing is super cool and all but it isn't the wally i know i'm really worried yes i love that oh man so when, I, when he, dc eventually hires me i'm obviously going to change wally's suit back to the more you know flashy suit i feel like we're going to get rebirth 09 suit when wally returns I would, which i'd be will. okay with that just change just change the nose piece and i'm good with that yep just like kind of like a a darker red but very 
kind of like has a shine to it i guess yeah the and, one thing it's got like the one lightning bolt like the one so yeah I, I like that but i'd like instead of gold him to have silver like he does for uh his I, it's um i don't know if you ever read it it's uh like 90s it, it's like a one issue thing they did these for like most characters it's like nine oh 90s retroactive flash i don't know if you ever read that but wally has a suit in there that is basically exactly what you described the darker red the silver like uh lightning things on the side the one lightning bolt like people want that to be his new rebirth oh, suit cool. so that'd be Done. cool <laughs> yeah, yeah i love that when he uh comes back from the dead and he will. Uh, that would be cool if we could get a suit like that. And just give us a series with him and Bart. That's all we want. <laughs> the fact, yeah, but the fact, fact that Bart mentioned that like the suit is cool, but it's not the one I know. That's like basically confirming okay, Wally's well, getting a new suit. <laughs> like, yeah. Otherwise, why I have mean, Bart say that? Right, like Williamson said on our interview, and I've listened to this like quite a few times because I love the sound of my own voice. Kidding, of course. Uh, <laughs> but like Williamson said, like, oh yeah, I think Wally will get a series at some point. So. I think that some point could be coming up. Yep, end of this year maybe. Um, I'd love end, it. end of Heroes in Crisis. Uh, also, the new suit. I think I like the Rebirth suit a lot, but I think him getting like a full cowl with instead of his head flowing in the wind makes him look a bit more like a more of a better hero. He's a little yeah, more too like I, Titan. I feel like the full cowl could yeah. make him more like leaguer. Yeah, and I have a way that I would actually write, like, you know, I, I'm always thinking. I have a way that I would write that in, and I think it would work. So, yeah, I, I really want to see it happen. And <laughs> okay. Whoever takes on the Wally solo series, I hope they're, like, you know, a genuine fan of the character because I think, you know, that's how you write a character better. Wally on the solo, have yeah. Joshua Williams write the hell out of Barry Allen, making him so busy in his own series that he's too busy for the Justice League while he joins the Justice League as well as on solo while Barry retires from the league. Done. That would be interesting. And I would have, be okay with that. And have Kyle Rayner on the league too, which he was in today's yeah, boy. Justice League Annual number one, which brings us to that. We'll do a really quick... Before, before oh, we yeah. over annual one, what do you rate Flash Annual 2? Oh yeah, I rated uh, 9. I liked it a lot, despite the dialogue. I think it was really yeah. good. 9 as well for me. Some cringy dialogue, but overall some cool themes, and to see Bart back. Yeah, there, there's uh, a problem. quickly go over Justice League Annual number one. Yeah, quickly. Uh, it was good. So it's the Justice League. They're in a ship and they're flying to the source wall. Uh, we have a few new members, though. There's not just the regular Justice League. Mera's on it, replacing Aquaman since Aquaman's missing. Miss Martian's on it. Starman and Kyle Rayner, Green Lantern, and the regular League. But yay, Kyle Rayner and Miss Martian. I think it's cool to be on the League. They get to the source wall, and this is like super intense. There's Green Lanterns already waiting for them. And they're holding the source wall together. For those who don't know, the source wall is a giant wall that's basically been in space since the beginning of time and it holds reality together and the source wall is gone the whole universe will destroy get destroyed or something like that i don't know but it's been here forever and it cracked in dc metal to like a year and a half ago and so green lanterns have been holding the crack together for the past year basically that's what i'm getting at they get to the source wall because they feel like the source wall something's gonna happen there and they're just like crap we gotta get there we gotta hold together more we can't just have these lanterns doing it Get to the source wall. Uh, they have Starman, which is a hero from like the the 80s, 90s, 70s, 60s. He's an old man. <laughs> you get open portals. Yeah, he's, he's old. <laughs> he basically open portals. So that's his power. And so he goes out and Kyle Rayner is kind of like, okay, this guy's like, he hasn't done much in a long time. Why are we letting this old guy do stuff? But yeah, he opens this portal up and there is an Omega Titan. Now, Omega Titans are these things from an event after DC Metal called... Uh, no justice and they're basically uh gods i guess that have been around forever and 
the Justice League kind of beat them, not destroy, but sent them away. But now they're bringing them back. So Starman opens the portal, and a bunch of new gods come out holding an Omega Titan. So we see every new god, I think, except for like... Now we see just about every new god, including Mr. Miracle and Big Barda. So yay, Orion, Mr. Miracle, Light Ray, blah, blah, blah. Opens that up. He opens another portal up, and uh, these Green Lanterns come out carrying another Omega Titan. Another portal opens up, and we get uh, a bunch of people from Thanagar coming out, which is like the place where Hawk Girl and Hawk Man are from. They come out carrying a uh, another Titan, the Mystery Titan, the Wisdom Titan, and the other Titan, the Wonder Titan. Comes out, and then yeah, Kendra starts freaking out, be freaking out, being like, no, 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 not yet, not yet, not yet. Then we get a flashback to uh, Hall of Justice, Kendra being like. Hey, Starman, what's what's the plan? And Starman's like, oh, you're going to sacrifice yourself, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Anyways, they have all the Titans here, and their plan is to put the Titans on the wall to hold it together, I think. Am I right? Is this on a right? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> okay. So, then we get flashbacks on them planning it, blah, 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 get back to the real event, and they start putting the Titans on, Green Lanterns are putting them on, and kind of like holding them on the source wall in the cracks so then they can hold source wall together because something apparently is going to happen. But they need someone else. They need Hot Girl. So Hot Girl has this suit made of Nith metal or 9th metal. I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's Nith like the strongest metal. metal in the world from DC Metal. And she has to oh, sacrifice God, herself God. to close the gate or something. She's like the main key to it. I don't know. Starman thinks she is. So she's like, all right, I'll do it. And then as she's like going, Martian Manhunter kind of enters her mind and does a whole thing. You know, like when Miss Martian goes in people's mind and Young Justice and has those mind fights. It's like that, except it's yeah. peaceful. Yeah. And, uh, Martian Manhunter's just like, while you're in the source wall, I made this thing for you. Of From all your past lives, this hawk girl, uh, it's basically heaven for you. And you can stay here while in the source wall so you're not just stuck in like mindless place. And she's so thankful. She starts crying and then she kisses martian manhunter kind of weird <laughs> yeah because there's not really a build-up to a relationship between them and then martian manhunter is nah. like wait <laughs> and she's like i know i know you had a wife and i've been with carter for so many lives but this life's different and martian Manhunter's like no, no no not the kiss something's happening like wait <laughs> something's actually happening go back to reality snap back to reality oh there's gravity uh i bring love it. you for that <laughs> <laughs> uh well that's what happens yeah um gravity starts acting all weird because the source wall is acting all weird and brainiac ship appears and superman starts freaking out superman's like he's supposed to be dead he died in my arms in no justice go back to two weeks ago apparently uh lex luther found brainiac's body and brought it back to life and then brainiac's just like hey you guys are cool and i will join your team and stuff to get rid of the source wall stuff and help you out and i can't believe luther you're an idiot because you're a human and other species are better than humans and when he says that gorilla garage and sinestro smile which i thought was funny <laughs> yeah i saw that <laughs> and then uh Brainy is like but i'm joining your team now i'm joining your legion and it's like all right <laughs> but so yeah brainiac is now replacing cheetah and black manta on the legion of doom scenes so that's cool it's powerful that's op but go back and brainiac sends all these ships on the justice league and the then guardians and the new gods and the green lanterns and this is a big war in space happening explosions superman does this huge rocket well, not rocket he just acts like a rocket and just flies straight into brainiac's ship and uh brainiac's just like my ship can withstand the kryptonius futile efforts and go back to work kind of thing source wall starts shaking and starman's just like 
Okay, Kendra, are you ready? Hot girl, are you ready? This is gonna hurt a lot. And she's like, I could take it. Ah, she's just screaming. It's a very intense moment. Uh, Brainy, this whole war going on and lots of explosions and space and stuff. It's very Star Trek-y. And then um, light happens. Like, Starman kind of has like everything in the world kind of go in his head. Uh, the source wall then starts to shake and you see these eyes appear and everyone's like freaking out. And then you see... Perpetua, Perpetua, this name that we've been hearing Petua. for the past few months in Justice League. Uh, basically, before there was a universe, there was Perpetua, who's this giant lady, alien thing. Uh, she's basically the creator of everything, and she appears. And everyone starts freaking out. The Green Lanterns evacuate. The New Gods, tele- New Gods tele- teleport. The Source Wall begins to explode. Everyone's like, get, get out, get out now. Uh, Martian Manhunter grabs Kendra, starts dragging her away. Green Lanterns all dip out of there. You see this giant hand come out, almost grabbing Hawk Girl. Everyone's getting out of there. Then the source wall just blows up. This huge blue light blows up, and you see like the whole world reacting to this. You see, um, what's his name? Starman? No, not Starman. Yeah, Starman. No, the 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 pilot guy that's coming up in Green Lanterns, and he was in Heroes in Crisis, and he's like a astronaut guy. I can't I remember his know. name. <laughs> you mentioned his name at the beginning of the episode, and I can't remember now. Adam Strange? Adam Strange, that's it. There we go. Yeah, he starts saying that New Genesis and Apocalypse just teleported away. Darkseid starts smiling. Swamp Thing starts freaking out, saying, like, the whole nature is screaming. Spectre starts saying, like, there must be vengeance for this. The House of Heroes, which is, like, the best heroes in the multiverse, are like, there's no stopping it now. This is the end. It's pretty they're pretty awesome superman rebirth i remember them yep uh the legion of doom was able to capture Perpetria, and they're just kind of holding her in her ship then they like light speed out of there the whole greenlander corpse light speed out of there saying like and even one of the guardians of the universe says the multiverse will die in a matter of months so it's like uh okay and then the justice league gets out of there in the ship then it's kind of like a silence as they're just waiting in, in the ship in space and barry mentions like the whole universe is vibrating. It's strange. Uh, everyone's feeling these strange things, and then they kind of leave, and yeah, that's it. Yeah. Ta-da. Oh, and then you see the Legion of Doom has a base in the swamp, and they're keeping Perpetua there. So yeah, that's uh, Justice League Annual number one. What do you think would give us your quick thoughts? Um, I thought it was a very okay issue. I mean, it had some cool moments, but overall just kind of okay. But it sets up a lot, so I'm curious <laughs> to see where... Uh, the plans for it go out uh, for the rest of the series, basically. I thought it was awesome. I really like this issue. It was very intense. It was very much like a, a finale, to say the least. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, and it's like, a, like uh, Hunter made the comparison in one of our group chats, and he said that uh, Justice League Annual Number One is kind of like the season finale, and the next issue of Justice League is kind of like the season two premiere. So, yeah, yeah, this is very much finale setting up things, and now we know the whole universe is going to die in a few months. So. What's Justice League going to do next? Not have Aquaman. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. Hopefully, I hope Kyle Rayner missed Martians stay on the league. Because they're there for this mission. Uh, I mean, I don't really care about Martian. I thought she was very bland in Titans. But Kyle will be all. I love Kyle so much. So I love cool Kyle. To see him. Yeah, hopefully. I know um, Mura is staying on the league. That's like confirmed. So we don't know if Kyle and Miss Martian will or not. But I hope so. They're not on any covers, but covers can be misleading. For example, this cover shows the whole league fighting Superman for some reason. 
and, and batman has laser vision <laughs> yeah we don't know why <laughs> it's very yeah. confusing also i think uh because justice league rebirth as much as it was a terrible series it at least had two lanterns so it'd be cool to see john and kyle teamed up like how simon and jessica were the two lanterns of the league before yeah so that's heroes yeah. in crisis yeah Oh, uh, what no, do you rate it? Heroes of Crisis. Just like, oh, that, yeah, that was just like Daniel 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 not Heroes of Crisis. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> um, I rate it like a 7. I give it like 8.5. I liked it a lot. Uh, just very quickly, since we're at like an hour and 15 minutes, Flash number 63, I liked it. Uh, it basically wraps up Force Quest and reveals that the Force Quest is much more than the Lantern Spectrum. It's actually like all, all the forces were rivals back in the day. And yeah, and at the end, Wally, uh, Barry finds Wally's body. Uh, so that was cool. It was gonna be uh, like a force war. Yeah, that's what they're yeah, saying. force war, which could be I cool. liked it too. Uh, Justice League Odyssey number five, uh, probably the best issue of Justice League Odyssey so far. It set up a lot and it was very interesting. Uh, Carmine was on the art, which I don't really care for him that much, but he actually didn't do that do that bad in this issue. So yeah, pretty cool. Liked it. Bam. Uh, Detective number nine ninety seven. It was okay. Batman teams up with the original Mister Miracle and they escape. I don't know. It was all right. Uh, bam! Action one thousand seven. I want to say uh, was okay. It's a very like Lois Lane and Jimmy Olsen focused issue, but I'm okay with that because they might get miniseries soon. I liked it. Bam! Amazing Spider-Man number fourteen. Also liked it, kinda. Uh, not really. I didn't like this issue, and the art was like <laughs> disgustingly bad. Like I just I hated the art in this issue. So yeah, Amazing Spider-Man. Bam! Captain America didn't read it yet, but I'll read it eventually, and I don't know. I guess I'll let you guys. I'll let you guys know how I like it. Bam! That's the episode. If you're listening on iTunes, <laughs> that was my very quick reviews, and I'm now I'm sweating. Jesus! Um, if you're listening on iTunes, uh, we appreciate a five star review. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, welcome, welcome. aboard, and I hope yeah. you like the first episode. We don't usually go this long, but this was a big week in news and comics, so yeah um yeah just thanks for sorry it took so long to get to spotify but we're happy to be here and thanks new listeners welcome to the hero story and yeah yeah we we probably just scared them away with an hour and 17 minute long uh episode but i'm so sorry if you're still here uh uh, send us a dm saying i'm still here fam (laughs) (laughs) and then with like hashtag bart allen dialogue yeah if you're still listening to this Send us a DM saying hashtag Bart Allen dialogue and we'll post it on our stories. You want to do that? Uh, for a hero <laughs> story, I'm JD. I'm Hunter. And thanks for being a hero. And remember, every second is a gift. Bam. Bye.